Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, howdy, howdy, everyone. Welcome to Season 2 of Standing on My Soapbox with Scott and Craig. We hope you've had a great couple of weeks off. We've been very busy and getting stuff done here, ready for Season 2. It is back in the fall, summer is over, and we are excited to be back on the air. We are your Monday through Friday call-in talk radio show. We discuss the news, politics, and pop culture stories of the day. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton, and joining me in just a few minutes is going to be my co-host, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. We hope you'll join in and listen with us each day here on Blog Talk Radio Live. Or you can download the podcast on your favorite distributors, either Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, so many more. We're hoping to get up on iHeart very soon. So just download and listen to us at your leisure. We also hope you'll give us a call and let us know what you're thinking. You can give us a call anytime the next hour by calling 347-989-0126. Again, (coughs) that's 347-989-0126. 0126. So uh, let's get started on season two and stand up on my soapbox and let's start talking. Craig will be on in just a little bit here. Um, I hope you guys have had a great couple of weeks. Of course, the news never stops. There was so much we wish we could have talked about from uh, hurricanes to politics to news in general. Of course, there has not been breaking and we will be talking about all the breaking news going on these days as well. So lots of stuff happening here. Um, thanks so much for listening in. Um, give us a call, 347-989-0126. I spent the last week out in Las Vegas visiting some friends my last week of vacation here, getting ready uh, to come back on the show, and we start up with uh, Left of Straight Show starting up tomorrow. So I had a great trip to Vegas visiting. I have three great friends there. Of course, Craig being one of them has been out there for quite a bit off and on lately. So I got to visit with Craig, got to visit with my best friends, and I got to visit with Randy Slavacek from The Randy Report, who's on Left to Straight Radio every Wednesday. So exciting stuff there and looking forward to it. Um, let's see. We're ha- Craig's having trouble calling through, it looks like. Uh, Let's see if I can get him in the studio here for us. But anyway, what what have you guys up to? Give us a call, 347-989-0126. And we look forward to hearing from you. We want to talk all about, today we'll be talking about what's going on in the news. Of course, we have all this impeachment inquiry going on. That's the top news right now. New York Representative Chris Collins is stepping down from Congress. Uh, California has passed a new law that affects college athletes. We will talk about that. 
and uh, we had snow in Montana already. And sadly, we had a young gay man commit suicide after more online bullying, which I thought we'd gotten rid of hopefully quite a few years ago. And we can talk a little about the Emmys that happened last uh, a week and a half ago. So we're going to try to get Craig in here. I'm going to play a quick song. We're going to see what's happening. Craig, I'm going to try to call him and see if we can get going on. So let's do a little Brandon and James Wicked game. And we'll jump right into it. Give us a call. Be on cue, 347-989-0126. Right here, standing on my soapbox.
Hey guys, we are back. We are still trying to get Craig on the line. We're having trouble getting him into the studio here for some reason. So we're going to play one more song. Stick with us. Definitely have lots of news to talk about. If you want to join in the conversation, give us a call, 347-989-0126. If you are having trouble logging into the call, give us a second. We will see if we can get that situated. We'll do one more song. This is You Belong with Brandon and James. We'll be back as quick as we can uh, as we get Craig into the studio here. Thank you for standing on my soapbox. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Fighting the law of attraction Never the one taking action Years of denying this beauty inside
Welcome back. We are having issues, I guess, with audio. People can't call in, which means you guys can't call in to give us uh, what's on your mind. And Craig is having trouble calling in himself for some reason, letting us call in the host. And he's going to try to Skype in. We'll see if we can get him on that way. Um, otherwise, it's going to be a magical musical episode of standing on my uh, soapbox. And I'll just keep playing music until we can figure this out here. Um, it also looks like it keeps popping me in and out of mic as well. So I don't know what's happening with blog talk. Of course, we take four or five weeks off and blog talk goes to heck on us. So uh, let's see what I can find here. We'll do a little Brandon Stansel hometown. See if we can get Craig back on the line. Guys, thanks for all your patience. We will try one more time here to see if we get Craig on the line. Otherwise, we have to start tomorrow when we start an all-new Left of Straight show. So uh, this is little Brandon Sansel hometown. We'll try to get back this little bit to hold on the line for us, guys. And uh, if we can get him to call in, that way we can get you to call in.
she doesn't seem to understand And my mama don't know anymore All these late night talks turned aside in walls Yeah, we're Alrighty, guys, we are back. We think we're trying to jerry-rig this with some super glue and chewing gum. Craig, are you there? I don't know. I'm up there. Can you hear me? I can hear you, and hopefully the <laughs> listeners can hear you. <laughs> the listening we'll audience. Find out. Uh, hopefully, if a listener is listening, they'll find a way to let us know if you can hear both of us. It seems like both of us are on air now, from what I can tell. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what okay, happens. Okay, well. Interesting. Yeah, from what I can tell, from what I can tell, I can hear you. It's just that nobody can call in. Right. I can hear you talking right now. I don't know if I can hear me talking because it's like a 15 second delay. Okay. All right. Well, we will try to get through this. This is always a great way to start off season number two. Thank you, Blog Talk. Yay. Um, But yeah. Hey, welcome back to Standing on Our Soapbox. This is Scott and Craig. We are back live. Yes, you can. Too. You can hear us. You just can't call in. Okay, great. <laughs> you absolutely can hear us. We found a way to get around this, so at least we can talk. And hopefully by tomorrow, we will get you guys able to talk as well and give us a call at 347-989-0126. How you been, my friend? Yes, you had a nice visit last week. Did you survive your Chinese food? Yeah, it was good seeing you. It was good. It was really cool seeing you. Wow. 
I enjoyed it. I had a great time in Vegas, as I said, I've been briefly there. Had a good last week of vacation before starting this back up and starting back up uh, left a straight show tomorrow. But it was beautiful in Vegas. We had some beautiful Dude, nights. You, you actually, you actually were, yeah, and and you were up for the day because you had lost money over at at uh, I don't want to say the casino, and that <laughs> I don't want to bash the casino. But then when we came back to the trop, you were, you were, you won. Right, you went up. I did. When I did. You, went I did bed, you were you were up. And then yep. the next day, I didn't send a message to you, but the next day I went to Old Town, and nice. I won a thousand dollar jackpot of Golden Nugget. No, dude, yeah. that's awesome. It was exciting. That's so very maybe, cool. What, were you playing slots? So we're, I was playing slots. I was playing one of the slots there, and uh, ended up getting a thousand dollar jackpot. And so for the Dude, entire sweet. trip, I was up, um, came home with uh, $500 more than I left with. So that was nice. Had a good nice. time. Yeah, it was very good. That's the way to come back from Vegas. Exactly. That is absolutely the way to come back from Vegas. Up. It makes it you want to, you know, go back. It makes you want to go back and, and play more. So It yeah. does. It was my first time flying in 20 years, so that was interesting. And wow, how was that experience? Um, interesting. It was totally no frills airline, so I wasn't expecting much. I just wanted to see if I could do it because, as we've talked about on the show, I've lost 280 pounds over the past two years, so I haven't flown in a long time. I haven't flown in 20 years, so I thought, well, I need to see. I'm still a decent sized guy and still just hitting over 300, so I didn't know if I'd be comfortable or not to go. I thought I got to try it. So I found a deal where I was able to fly round trip nonstop for 126 bucks from Ohio to Vegas, which is practically nothing. So I thought I would give that a test flight. It was on Spirits Airline, not the most comfortable seat in the world, but it, I had enough leg room, um, and it wasn't. It was the flights were late enough at night that it wasn't that busy. So I got a row to myself on the way out there, and a row just with one other person. Right and a chair in between us on the way back, so it was comfortable. Um, like I said, totally no frills. We, they charge you for extra baggage if you take anything over a carry-on, um, which is fine. But 126 bucks, I was a happy camper with. But overall, I did not mind it at all. I have, I've never had a fear of flying, so that's never been the deal, just the comfort of it, being the big guy, and now I'm not worried about it anymore. I'm looking forward to flying more now. So that'll be nice. Cool. Yep, yep, yep. You didn't have a problem at TSA? You know, it was my first – they didn't have TSA. Last, like I said, 20 years ago, it was pre-9-11, right. so there was no TSA back then. Um, it was interesting. I think we were dating. They after had x-ray machines, the guy, but that the guy was, was it. The uh, filled me up pretty good, so I think we ended up dating by the time I was done going through it. But um, <laughs> other than that, it was just yeah, it was a different Yeah, they can't experience. be I, evasive. Is that the correct word? <laughs> I thought it was like supposed to be a random check or something, but it's like everybody had to take their shoes off and put them through. They made me take my laptop out of the bag. They made me take my sealed water and throw it away before I could go through, which I was unhappy about. Um, and a pat down. But other than that, it wasn't that bad. And it wasn't that big of a line for my two flights. Now coming back, people going on, it looked like it was maybe. Yeah. The shoe thing, the shoe thing is, has, is really dumb. It's like one person, you know, 
policy argument for gun control as well. Right, One right, person right. is trying to light a shoe bomb on fire and and got caught doing it and is currently in jail as a terrorist. But right. You know, uh, you know, one person gets shot by a semi-automatic rifle, and and we're not doing, we're not not making sure that nobody that you know needs to get a hold of that shit. Well, I swore our first show out on. Oh man! Sorry, man. Sorry, man. <laughs> uh, and it's literally within ten minutes of, of me getting on the air. Um, but you know, it, 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 but you know, one person gets shot with that, and, and we're not all forced to have some type of regulation. But we're all forced to take our shoes off at the airport, which is right. kind of a joke. So and they have that roundy thing that circles around you that does the X-ray. You'd think they'd have some body you can stand on X-ray to see if there's explosives in your shoes instead of having to take them off or something. At least get the technology. Well, that's all for like. Yeah, that's all fibers and and stuff like that that they're trying to pick up with that thing that goes around you, and the same okay. with a the wand. They're yeah. they're picking up fibers, you know, of of different and pieces and particles of different things. So if you've okay. got gunpowder on you, then they're going to know, and they're going to okay. wonder why you currently have gunpowder on you. So gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like I said. They're also checking. Bad. They I, also I check for drugs through. too. There was only one person ahead of me both ways. Like I said, coming back, I saw people getting ready to go on. There was like a 50-weight line to get through it when I came back. So um, I got lucky, I guess, on both times. But it wasn't uh, – I, I thought first time flying, I'll go there two hours early, and I was ready to go for the plane about an hour and 40 minutes or 48 minutes early. So I only took about 12 minutes right. to get through everything. So I was surprised how easy it was. To that was quick. Even though it was kind of a pain. Yeah. So, But I have weird flights. Like I said, I left here at 930 at night, and uh, I left Vegas at 11.30 at night. So they were night flights, so not quite as busy. So it was all right. Right. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, there's been times where – there's been times in, uh, going through TSA that it's been difficult or it's been a long line, and, and there's been times when it's been really short, like you like you just experienced. Right. But overall, good so trip. Glad what to be back. Glad we're on season two here. I mean, obviously yep. – a lot of stuff happened the last five or six weeks. We were off, but news doesn't stop. We have all sorts. Has of it been like five or right six now. weeks? It's been about four like, to five weeks. Maybe. I think we took. Yeah, because uh, like the last thing, off, last thing we were talking about was was like Sharpie President was the right. last yeah. thing we were talking about. I think we took most so, of September we, off, and now we have a. Uh, <laughs> From Sharpie president to um, phone call president. Impeachment. Impeachment. We went from Right. No, it, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been a little crazy. It, it's, it's been amazing, um, the, the speed at which this is going. Uh, I think we're probably going to get to there. Um, we talked a little bit about while we were there in Vegas. I think it's going to be interesting. To see what happens, right. cause, um, it's not really a matter. Like they were saying on Saturday Night Live uh, two weeks ago, doesn't really matter. Right. He's still going to be in office even if he's impeached. And the thing is, it might affect the twenty. But that's too. That's it. He supposedly is already. That's why they're looking into the impeachment inquiry right now. Is the is the Ukraine where he asked them to keep. So, so it's like I'm really not, or, or, you know, how much this is really going to help 
uh, as far as the next year, year and a half. Right. The massive discussion we had. Yeah, I mean, and it, right. it, it, it seems like it's kind of a no-brainer. This was kind of a big deal, even though we have people <laughs> on the right trying to dismiss it, people on the left trying to make it a, sometimes a bigger deal than it is. Like today, there's news. I mean, he was obviously talking to the Ukrainian president, newly elected Ukrainian president, to do a favor for him by looking into his rival. Now, today there's a story that right. he asked that, William Barr asked him to ask the, the um, Australian prime minister to help them on their Mueller report starting, which I don't have as big a problem with because Australia was part of that with the whole Carter, uh, that Papadopoulos thing. Um, a, a Australian foreign minister tipped our government off to it. So I have no problem with them asking Australia for help on that investigation, especially. Um, so we can't get too crazy into this, but he obviously went um, went too far when he asked this Ukrainian, "Would you do me a favor, please?" Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not sure. <laughs> Would you do me a favor, please? If that's really the way it went down. This is a leader of a country that has uh, a massive nuclear um, uh, arsenal, and uh, you know when a leader of a country of nuclear arsenal. Uh, arsenal Sorry, I'm having problems talking. I don't know why. Um, because, because it's chilly here today. It's, it's freezing 80 degrees here in Vegas. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so it's chilly. Put on the parka. Put <laughs> but, on the parka. <laughs> but when, when you, yeah, no, I'm I'm left up today. I'm actually like I'm I'm gonna go get a jacket because the wind chill is about 75. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my so. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's chilly. Um, but yeah, uh, when when a leader who has you know access to a massive uh, nuclear arsenal turns to you and says, "Hey, do me a favor," it, dude, that's not. <laughs> That's like a mob, you know, turning right. and saying, hey, I need you to do me a favor. It's not. Well, a week it, after it, they held arm, 300 man. something billion dollars in aid that we had promised to give them that our Congress had legally passed for the to go to them, that he had held up. So it's like, um, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. Give me my 300 billion in aid or whatever, million in aid. I need it. I have uh, people yep. knocking on my side door there. Uh, with a hammer and sickle that I need a little help from. So where's this aid that you were you were promised me? So yeah, it's kind of I think it's a no brainer. I think we found out today that Pompeo was listening in on the call. So we now have the Secretary of State was listening on that call. So he knows everything that happened and he's been on the show since this happened, hasn't said a word about it. But now we find out that he right. was on the call. So our Secretary of State was listening to the president make this offer. Um, we have Republicans twisting themselves in pretzels. An offer you can't refuse. Right, exactly. And they'd already, I mean, if you look at the timeline on it, they had already held back the vice president from going to this guy's inauguration. They held back money. They said they weren't, he couldn't have a meeting with the president until uh, some of the stuff was done. I mean, there's no explicit quid pro quo in the transcript but there's obvious everything around it is implied quid pro quo i mean i don't think there's any getting around any of it i'm i'm still stuck on sharpie president (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I just am. And it's, you know, my, my weather geek, the weather geek that's inside of me and the fact that I have actually taken courses finished all of those courses, but I own a couple of courses to go before I am actually certified a weather forecaster or a meteorologist. And I've done really well at these courses. I'm not bragging. It's not arrogance. I've just done really well because I know the information. And when he uh, – it, it's it just at the time when when he was talking about Dorian crossing Florida and going into Alabama, um, he took a Sharpie and put another band, another uh, circle around if he's drawing a penis or something. I'm not sure what his mentality is on this, but, um, yeah, it's kind of like American Vandal on, on Netflix. Uh, he just puts a tip in, though. He just puts a tip on. He puts a tip in. It already kind of looked like a piece, so I just put the tip in, um, yeah, to include Alabama, and and then and then stated an official statement by the president of the United States that it was going to go into Alabama, and it, and then within 15 minutes, um, NWS, which is National Weather Service, Birmingham, with Birmingham, Alabama put out a post and uh, 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 an emergency alert that the president is walking and that it will Alabama. <laughs> right. No, I mean, obviously, um, and, and it's just more examples of his lies. No. That's all it is. No, no, dude, this isn't just a lie, okay, because of the things that I've studied, this is an actual violation of a federal code, all right, U.S. Code 2074, anyone who gives out a weather forecast that panics any individuals and the entire coastline of Alabama was completely panicked. They're all freaking out that they board up and have to do all this stuff and they got to get grandma over to Tennessee. All this stuff was going on. People were panicking like crazy for like 15, 20 minutes until NWS Birmingham put this out. It's a violation of any official to put out a weather forecast in an unofficial way. And that's exactly what he did, a false weather forecast. I'm saying um, it, you, you, it, it is 90 days in jail. That is a, it's it, a 90 days in jail and a fine. Where's the 90 days in jail and a fine for this? Because he actually um, made the administrator of NOAA, which is the National uh, Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, they've been doing this for 100 years, dude. They have been making sure that people's lives are saved for 100 years, and it's on a federal level. It's, on a, it's, an, it's an international thing. It's not just national. It's not the United States that this is about. It's an international thing. He asked, he told the administrator, uh, director of oh, Pastor, that they would be fired. They would be fired. Am I here? Can you hear me? You're here now. Now you're better. Yeah. Oh, he, he made... He asked the, the director of the National Oceanic uh, Atmospheric Administration to tell any weather forecaster that went against his word that they would be fired. They all shut up. Every single one of them shut up, except for one, and her name is Kate Parker, and she's on the web now. 
And she actually is a straight-up meteorologist. She is really good at her job. And she turned and she said, there is no way that I am going to not say that this guy is wrong. He is wrong in, in saying this and in, in posting a weather forecast that is a, a false weather forecast. And you have to be able to trust us. You have to be able to trust the scientists on the weather forecast. Otherwise, millions of lives are in danger. So when she stood up and said that, all a whole bunch of other weather forecasters were like, okay, you know, we can all chill out on this. We're not going to be fired because we're saying that this guy is an idiot and that he shouldn't have been it. I'm still so working with the nine days bullet. in jail. Is, so we dodged that bullet. The, we had the jail is fine. We had more trouble with the flooding in Texas recently and uh, all the, and this other storm. Right. Then we did the end of the weather. That storm turned out to be not big a deal, but we still have weather coming at us. So hopefully this will be a lesson for the future for it. That's for sure. Cause there's still some more storms working out there. That's for, that's, uh, that's apparent, but yeah, that was a, that was a wild time back then. That is for sure. All right. Are you there? Oh, I can, okay. I, I, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a Trevor. Somebody got time for that. And and it's where writers try to finish up current events because things are happening so fast in current events that on a daily basis has to things that happened before they started recording the show or while they're recording their show. So I know that you know um, that that's why I kind of get back around to the Sharpie present thing but um but you know jump jump in what is current as well the things it's just so much is happening on a daily basis and that is you know that happened a minute ago so um that nobody's really paying attention to like like okay yeah you know it happened and and a new thing and and these other things we're missing um in current events are pretty important uh I, I don't mean to, you know, make just a, a off of weather, but like Purdue Pharma um, uh, declared bankruptcy because of oxycodone and the settlement, uh, because of there's been so many opioid addicts because of oxycodone, and uh, and that settlement um, caused them to declare bankruptcy. Purdue Pharma, they're one of the biggest pharma, pharmaceutical companies in the world, definitely in the United States. Yeah, but if you dig into the story so, on that, the company. Uh, was able to declare bankruptcy, but the owners, it's a, it's a privately owned company and they didn't lose yeah. any money whatsoever. All they did was protect themselves nope. through bankruptcy laws. So it really, it yep. wasn't, uh, it, was, it was a big deal, but it wasn't a big deal because they didn't really lose any money out of the deal. It didn't, it didn't hurt them in the pocketbook. It made them restructure the company is all that happened from that. Uh, it's still available. Yep. It still happened. All these people that were hooked on it are still hooked on it. And they're not paying any kind of price except for having to restructure their company. Um, the people that own the company wow. are not You're seeing any out. Is that me or you? Uh, I think you were fading out. Sorry. That's okay. But yeah, so that, that was a big still. That was a big I note. I can't move anywhere. 
Yeah, um, yeah, and and are those people getting any benefit from that settlement? I mean, you know, the family members, um, some of them, but as far as any impact on the company, no, there wasn't any. They're still right. selling a drug and producing a drug that's killing people. Right. Yeah, it's it was it's uh it's and they they talk now they're talking right now about this whole impeachment thing that to keep them from doing any legislation that Democrats are only interested in this. No, they've actually passed prescription drug pricing laws that that the Senate's not taking anything up during this whole time that right. we're talking about this inquiry. Um, the House has put forth the vote to reduce drug costs has done something to uh, do background checks on guns, and none of it's being done through the upper chamber in the Senate. So it seems like nothing's getting done, but it's not – the Democrats aren't getting anything done. They're getting not only this um, investigation done on the president, but they're also passing laws that aren't going anywhere, uh, which is very right. sad for our country. We need to be getting stuff done while this is all happening. Even during um, Nixon and Clinton's impeachment trials, there was some significant legislation passed uh, that both presidents worked with the opposite parties to help get things done. This guy is so um, so single-focused on himself that he doesn't see the forest through the trees and nothing else is getting done. Uh, he's just too busy trying to out a whistleblower as a treasonous person, putting this person in danger, and it's it's getting very scary on what he will do to discredit the people going against him. I don't know where it's going to lead. That's what all dictators do. He's, right. he's got a whole dictator list of things he's already picked off. Exactly. They always they are, all dictators go against the people that are proposing them, and right. you know go after them hardcore. I mean, I, I think when we were talking last. Jeffrey Epstein had just committed suicide, right? Right, right. I think that was like one of the last things talking about. And so nobody's even talking about that now. Like, that's fallen out pretty quick. You know, it's like, wait, he's directly associated. The president directly associated with this douchebag who got nailed for sex trafficking and then committed suicide. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff, dude. A lot of stuff. It's just it's like dictator like and can it's it's really not even well, though I know the hour news our, cycle has gone the way of the dodo, it's now a three hour news cycle. You get a new story every three hours now and you just can't keep up with it. It's just like crazy. You used to have a twenty four hour news cycle. That doesn't happen anymore. It's the things yeah. are breaking every time we turn around. Um Um I I, I did want to? I don't mean to be jumping all over the place. We get back like uh, um, forty inches of snow in Montana over the weekend. Uh, so and in and even Nevada got snow. They got snow in Reno and Carson uh, City. So um, uh, a lot of snow after what? Just a couple of weeks ago, we're all going. Everybody's dying. Turn on your air conditioners. It's 114 degrees. So um, you know, climate uh, change. That is exactly what we're dealing with. Right. I think Governor Bullock in Montana had to do a state of emergency. They got so much in some places. So yeah, it's it was pretty yeah. pretty unprecedented. 
Yeah, it, uh, it, yeah. I mean, people. We've gotten snow in the Rocky Mountains year long. Um, that's not something that's different. Uh, but the amount of snow and the severity—that is what's different. Uh, your first snowfall for a season is usually a death thing. You're not. You're, you know, you're not 40 inches of snow. So, and that's that's it's a lot of snow um, for anybody to be handling. And there's a bunch of people from Oregon all the way to Montana that are without power. Um, they're still without power, and this is days later. And uh, and it's just, you know, it, it's pretty extreme, and that's what climate change is actually about, is we have to watch out for the extremes. Right, exactly. Uh, more political news going down today that New York Representative Chris Collins uh, from Congress submitted his resignation today because he is getting ready to do a guilty plea to federal charges of insider trading. I remember the story happening about nine months ago. This guy was one of Trump's earliest supporters and said uh, that we should be supporting Trump and all this. And now it turns out he did insider trading out of New York is going to go to jail over it and put in his resignation today and will be out of Congress as of tomorrow. So we're going to be looking for a wow. new New York representative during all this. And that's another thing that's going to be really interesting with this whole impeachment thing is we had yesterday, we had this guy today stepping down immediate resignation. Yesterday we had the sixth representative, uh, Republican representative of Texas say he's not going for another term, which means 20 Republican Congress people are not running in 2020 now like they were before, you wonder what kind of a group you're going to be getting in when this impeachment trial comes up and or the uh, the um, indictment comes up. What are, these, what are the people going to replace these? Are these safe districts? Are they swing districts? Are they going to be even more hardcore Trump? And you have 20 people. It's going to be an interesting thing to see what happens when we replace these 20 people that are stepping down. I don't know what's going to happen there as well. That's interesting. Jumping ship left, right, and center there. 20 people. Yeah, I don't know if today. If, not going I, I think because they're looking, they're not looking forward to the Nuremberg trial. That's right. what I think. They're like, wait, wait, I got I to gotta get out of this as quickly right. as possible because this is becoming a nightmare. So, yeah, the Nuremberg trial is coming up here, not good for any of the people that are involved. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna they're gonna make this quick. I think it's gonna happen by Thanksgiving or Christmas. So this will happen relatively right. quickly. Um, and even when these, uh, like I said, these people will still be serving the next couple terms. They're not gonna affect any of this. But we'll be see see what happens on the 2020 race down ballot if it's gonna affect anything. Uh, another big thing today that's kind of in the news that's sports ball related. You know how much I don't know about sports ball. But um, And this is very interesting, I think. Um, California Governor Gavin Newsom passed a bill in California called the Fair Pay-to-Play Act um, yesterday, or actually they did today. It allows college athletes to profit from their name, image, and likeness. Uh, the bill will go into effect not until 2023. Um, they're expected to have court challenges. 
but it could reshape the entire National College Athletic Association business model because that they've right. never allowed that before. For call now, the NCAA have made bank on all these college players the entire life, and so yep. California is finally saying, "Hey, you get a piece of the pie now." Um, the NCAA has said everything from court battles to not letting the teams participate in NCAA games. They may put Stanford and UCLA out of running for any competitions. They might not let them play. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But from the player side, there's a lot of college players that turn up in all these little uh, video games that sell for hundreds of dollars uh, that are not getting a damn thing for their likeness being said. Ooh, I cuss. We both cussed on our first episode. Uh, But um, they're not getting any money at all. And these people are using their likeness and, and their names and everything. I'm glad it was just games. me, man. Uh, I know. <laughs> Sorry. The telly, the telly I'm been glad it wasn't me. Four weeks. It wasn't just me. First. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be something interesting to look for in the next coming uh, weeks and months to see what happens out of that with California leading – uh, no, I, that's, that's the way it that's the way it absolutely should have always been. We wouldn't have as of a, of a controversy with players getting paid and and you know uh, houses getting bought for their parents and stuff like that um, by by the different universities if the if they could treat it more as a business and they really need to because there's the majority that play college ball in any way basketball football baseball whatever it is that they're playing college ball the majority do not go on to become professional players so it's re- it'd be really nice at that time when are playing their week for for them to be able to make some money and uh, and it will I think it'll actually help out the universities as well. Right. So if, uh, well, the league's making money off them. It's just not fair that they're not. I, I, I don't think that's right. If they're not making any money off it, uh, off their line. It's got to be very familiar to you as an actor. Same thing. As an actor, you don't want to be supporting a brand with your characters and someone using your likeness um, that, that you don't get compensated for. That's just not fair. Um, it's just not right. not not a thing to do so if they're going to use your likeness or use your um use your skill you should be fairly compensated for that yeah, and i think the same absolutely. but like i said it is it does help for all these players you have so many college players that aren't going to go on professional sports it does uh give them a little skin in the game where they can actually make some money if they're doing really well some season and get licensed for their team so you next thing yeah, you know, I've, I've always thought that way since because I, I watched a lot of USC games and uh, and I saw some players that actually went on to be professional football players, but they didn't, um, but they weren't making any money at the time, and they were outstanding players. So uh, this is like twenty twenty five years ago, and, and probably closer to twenty, and. Uh, yeah, it's something that needs to be addressed, and I'll be interested to see how it plays out. Right, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. I hope I hope they get their due because you, you got to do what's fair for them. Yeah. And and like you said, I think it's going to take out a lot of the recruiting mechanisms of these coaches that have been buying off players too, if if it makes it an equal footing for everybody. So I think you're right about that. 
Yeah, and it, and it'll help them out because it won't be it's not corruption. Right. We consider it a part of. No, I agree. I agree, hundred percent on that. All right. Well, we only have about seven minutes left here. Um, we're 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 going quick today. Um, okay. I did want uh, to... a couple of things. Then go ahead. Real quick. Um, uh, Katie Barberi, uh, my fiance, joined um, Cameo, which is this. Uh, it's a site that was developed or a business that was developed by the guy that did LinkedIn. And he saw an area where actors that didn't have enough, let's say it takes a certain amount of followers in order to become an influencer on uh, different social media platforms like Instagram. Right. Don't have enough followers. They don't let you an influencer and that's one of the ways that actors are getting paid right now in between their jobs and what can't do is is that you go on there and there's a number of different celebrities that are on there and now katie is one of them um uh and you can get a message from her uh, a video message from her or you know the other celebrities that are on there and everybody charges a different amount like sean Aston is on there and uh, and he charges three hundred dollars to send a message to somebody for a birthday or a special occasion, and just you, you know if, if you need that. Uh, uh, Katie and you're breaking like, up, my friend. We haven't heard for, we didn't hear part of that. We didn't hear the last part of that. What part of you not hear? <laughs> How um, could you? You didn't hear. Give, give, give the out. name of the app again. You're really breaking up badly wherever you're at right now. It's called Cameo. Yeah, I don't know if I see it right now. Give it one now more time. Is it better? That, now it's better. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, it's called Cameo. And uh, you can go there, and there's a bunch of celebrities on there, and you can get a, for a price, you can get a, um, uh, a message from them uh, sent to, you know, relatives if you want, or sent to yourself, a uh, birthday message or, or um, you know, uh, a special event, wedding, all that type of stuff. And it doesn't even have to be a special effect, event. If you just need, you know, an uplifting message from a celebrity, then, you know, cameo is it. I, I, did you hear the part where I said it was developed by the guy who developed LinkedIn? Did you hear all that? Or no, did I cut out? Didn't hear who, yeah, didn't hear yeah it, it, Cameo was developed by the guy who developed LinkedIn, and uh, he saw an area for actors to um, make some money while they're not um, while they're not working, or even if they are working um, for in between gigs, and just just because if you're not an influencer, like I, I, I'm repeating myself, but I don't know what you heard or what you didn't. If you, if you don't have enough followers on Instagram, then you can't be an influencer on Instagram and influencers are the ones that get paid for posting things. Um, and, uh, so this is a way for celebrities and actors to, uh, to be able to still be a part of all of the influencing and it's, and it's cheap and it's really cheap. You know, for someone like uh, Sean Aston, it's like $300 to have a message sent. 
but for somebody like Katie, it's 25 bucks. So it, you know, depends on the person and it depends on what they want to charge. And Katie, um, uh, she was just like, I, you know, I, I don't want to charge anything really. I, I just want to be able to send it to, you know, communicate with my fans. So, um, and Katie does a lot of that stuff anyway. She just did an Instagram live a couple of weeks ago. So, um, but, um, yeah, uh, so Cameo is a thing that, that Katie Barberi is now on. So if you want a birthday message from her, you know, hit her up. And, uh, and it all goes through Cameo. You have to download that app and, and, uh, and get into that uh, whole system. I don't know what it costs. And you to, can get it in English um, and Spanish from Katie. You oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's part of friends. Yeah, that's part of her, part of her thing. That she is, she is bilingual, so she can do, you know, stuff in Spanish and she can do stuff in English as well. And as far as the market is concerned, for someone like Katie, she's got the every which way stuff, and then she's got, you know, eighteen, which was on Nickelodeon. So she's got at least six million kids there that were watching the show, and then she's got um, uh, all like eighteen or nineteen telenovelas from the Latin market, which are all. And, you know, she can, you know, easily communicate with all those people all over the world. So um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I finished up 27 and all washed up the decent version or the decent edit. Um, Yeah, uh, it took me a minute uh, (laughs) because there's a lot of a lot of swearing, a lot of uh, kind of misogynistic and sexist. uh, ways of thought that I wanted to be more of a gentleman on on this, and uh, um, yeah, because it was two drunk guys having a conversation. That's what Twenty Seven and All Washed Up is. So there's some things in there that I, I wanted to be able to have anybody uh, be able to read it and not be uh, offended or, or not have their uh, yeah delicate sensibilities, um, you know. Um, um, uh, breached. <laughs> uh, um, you know, I, I, I just want to, uh, there's certain things that I said about certain people like Shannon Doherty that I want not as graphic about. So that's what I did. Um, and it's, uh, it's actually a different book. It's a different, it's a different thing. It's, it's like now it's, it's, it's easier to read. Like your, your eyes aren't being, you know, destroyed by, by something that you're reading, you know, you're not in shock by something that you're reading. So it's not, it's, it's, it's a different book. Great. When's it going to be available? Uh, we're going to drop it tonight. So, awesome. Yeah. Super duper. Well, dude, we got like 30 seconds. Yes, we do. 30 seconds. <laughs> we're going to have a hard stop on this one. We're going to do a hard stop on this one. I know. Uh, yeah, guys, I'm going to put it on Google Play. All right. Well, we appreciate uh, everyone listening in today. Sorry for our rough start. We'll be back to normal hopefully tomorrow. We're looking forward for season two. We're going to have a couple of special guests joining us each week, talking about some projects that we are. near and dear to their heart. And uh, we'll be diving into the day's politics, news, and pop culture. So stick with us every day here, Monday through Friday at uh, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern time, right here on We'll Block try to Talk get that Radio phone Live. number thing. We'll try to get that phone number thing fixed so that they could call in to 
We'll have it set up for you and uh, look for us at your favorite podcast distributor on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all the good places. Guys, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.